You're going where? You're doing what? Are you crazy, Aunt Tam? Make sure you subscribe. Welcome to Many Roads Traveled. I'm Tamara, and I have one question for you. Do you love to travel? Awesome! Well, then I invite you to join me on my 30,000-mile road trip from Paris to Cape Town back to Nairobi. One more thing. We'll be traveling back in time to 1993 before the internet, Google Maps, and cell phones. However, not to worry because I do give you up-to-date info on each episode. Plus, you can always find more information on my website, manyroadstravel.com. So, without further ado, let's hit the road! So, on today's episode number 27, we are leaving Lake Navasha, going past Lake Nakuru to, to see all the flamingos. And then over to Kisumu, which is on the coast of Lake Victoria, and then crossing into Uganda. Uh, so I just want to wish you all a happy, happy new year, 2021. And let's hope it's better than the last one, because I don't know if we could get much worse, to be honest. And yeah, fingers crossed we can actually all start traveling again safely. So I'm changing it up a little bit. New year. Let's change up things a little bit. So I will give you like the podcast little journey updates and reviews at the end of the episode. So if you're into it, you can listen. If not, you can just skip it. <laughs> so Tam's Tops will still, all, you know, still be at the end of the episode as well. So make sure you don't miss those because those are updated for what's happening now on the destinations I talk about on each episode. Okay, so let's crack on. So it is day 184, and I'm now traveling with my friend Claire, this English girl, lovely English girl that I met in Nairobi. And we've just spent a week in Lake Navasha, which was awesome. You can catch up the last episode for that one. We left Navasha in, surprisingly, a not jam-packed Matatu. Now, Matatus are kind of like pickup truck trucks that they put seats in the back of usually sometimes minivans but usually it's the pickup trucks and usually they are rammed packed <laughs> so this surprisingly though this one was it and uh, claire and i got the whole back seat to ourselves which was amazing like i said quite a novelty so on our way to kisumu we passed lake nakuru which so we're in the great rift valley which is it was so beautiful and lake nakuru is basically covered in flaming pink flamingos so we drove past that and saw that which was so cool especially the outskirts it's just bright pink it's it's beautiful and then we switched matatus in nakuru and of course back to normal <laughs> this one's jam-packed like seriously when you think there's no way any more people could fit in this vehicle add five more <laughs> there you go got to kasimu and we wanted to stay at the y and we ended up just driving around aimlessly trying to find this Y. Finally found it because it's kind of on the outskirts of the city center. And Kisumu is like the third largest city in Kenya. And it's right on the coast of Lake Victoria. So this was my first time I got to see Lake Victoria, which was awesome. So Lake Victoria, it, it's huge. It's something almost like, I don't know, 70,000, almost 70,000 square kilometers. And it's the biggest... Like, it's the world's largest tropical freshwater lake and the second in the world, like second freshwater lake after Lake Superior, which is in the our Great Lakes in Canada and the States. So, yeah, it's huge. And I just found out it's actually the world's most dangerous lake, which doesn't surprise me because 
because of uh, weather and lack of resources and things like that. So I guess a lot of fatalities in Lake Victoria, like drownings, I guess. There is also a lot of Nile crocodiles and hippos in the lake. So I'm sure they add to the fertility count. And also Lake Victoria is the source of the Nile, blue and, well, I think it's both, but definitely the white Nile. I'm not sure about the blue Nile, but yeah, so it's huge. Anyway, so yeah, we finally get to the Y. And we are treated like, oh my God, like royal welcoming. I think they thought maybe we were two British princesses or something. <laughs> they were so lovely. And they're like, oh, we will even give you a special, our special like kind of posh room, which was only about $1.20 each. <laughs> I was like, okay. So yeah, we get in this room and it's, yeah, beautiful, big, you know, that's the why you're thinking pretty basic, right? But no, this room was lovely. Uh, the staff, like I said, were amazing. But so we were quite tired because like early evening by now. So we just went and got something to eat and then came back and hit the hay kind of thing in our in our posh room. <laughs> so the next day, we basically, we moved into the dorm because we were told our room was booked already. So, which was fine. We were planning on staying there anyways and it was even cheaper. So yeah, so we packed up our stuff, moved to the dorm and then, yeah, went out for breakfast at the Lake Victoria Hotel, which was very nice and a lovely view. And then we decided we were going to walk out to Hippo Point, you know, because we're missing our dancing pippos from Lake Navasha. <laughs> also, there's another place called uh, Durga, I think it's called Campsite or Durga Refreshments Campsite, something like that. So they're basically like just two viewpoints on the lake. And it was about a four kilometer walk from Kasumi. So we did that. And then on our way, we, we popped into a little market and just, you know, have a look around to see anything we wanted to get and we went into one shop and oh my gosh the loveliest lady she was like just call me mama c <laughs> although probably not in that accent she was just calling us her white angels little did she know <laughs> but again just super super sweet lady you know one of these people that kind of restores your faith in humanity so we chatted her for a bit and said goodbye and headed out on our way to hippo point so then but the walk there like i said about 4k it's so weird because you you follow the signs to Durga campsite, whatever it's called, and you're but you're crossing through all these people's like backyards and yeah, it's so weird. Front lawns, back lawns, whatever, right? So you're following the path because you're following the signs. So that could be anywhere from brick houses to mud huts. It was quite odd, <laughs> but you know, like I said, back in 1993, there was no Google Maps, so you just follow the signs. <laughs> anyway, so we finally get to Durga Hill. And yeah, saw so my pro first proper look of Lake Victoria, which is, uh, yeah, like I said, it's huge. It's beautiful. It's awesome. Yeah. So there, like I said, there's also a campus, a campsite at Durga Hill. I mean, we had just done a week camping at Navasha, so we were happy at the Y. But, you know, they had a little bar restaurant kind of thing, right? So, you know, we walked 4Ks. So I was like, oh, what have you got to drink? And for some reason, it seems like all I heard was beer. <laughs> so... We got two beers and just played some cards and took in the view and it was, it was lovely. Well, we ended up having three more beers <laughs> and it was now four o'clock in the afternoon. So we're pretty much half cut. <laughs> so then we, you know, say our goodbyes to Hippo Point and, and just like, you know, we're walking back. Well, people just kept stopping and offering us lifts. Like we weren't even hitching. <laughs> it was like, oh, okay, thanks. You know, we're half pissed. Blah, blah, blah. But then the, the, the last lady that stopped to pull over she was an american i think 
she was living there or something. Anyway, so we ended up getting a ride with her the rest of the way. So that was that was fine. <laughs> I mean, hey, so she dropped us into off into Kasumu. And then we were a bit peckish. So we grabbed a couple of spring rolls and a couple more beers. <laughs> Seems like we we're on a pub crawl, unbeknownst to us, really, at the time. So after those couple of beers, we are pretty happy, shall we say. We're like, okay, we really need to have some dinner. Anyway, so we went to this place called the Palm Tree Cafe, which had a lovely balcony. Yeah, had a really nice dinner, like fresh fish and rice and vegetables and delish. And of course, a couple more beers. <laughs> So after dinner, we somehow, in the dark, managed to find our way back to the Y, which was amazing, to be honest. And once we got to the Y, they were like, oh, you can have your room back. Those people didn't show up. So we're like, okay, awesome. So moved all our stuff back into the, the posh room. And I think, yeah, we just paid the same price. So it was great for a buck, just over a dollar. So the next day, so day 186, we, yeah, we woke up early and we decided, okay, let's hit the road and let's go to a new country while we're at it. See, this is one of the reasons I love solo traveling. I mean, I am with this my friend Claire, but most of my traveling has been by myself since this trip. And it's just great, yeah, because you can just do whatever you want. I mean, it's the closest thing to freedom for me anyways, uh, is traveling solo. Because, yeah, I can decide to just wake up and move destinations or even go to a new country. <laughs> or if I don't, or like say that my illness has kicked in and I need to rest, then I do that as well. So it's just the flexibility is great. And as well as like this trip, you know, nothing was booked ahead. So it was literally, you just go and stay wherever you, you know, you want or confined for staying, right? So that is how I prefer to travel. It's, it is a little bit more adventurous as well. I mean, don't, you know, if people want an itinerary about everything before they go, that's fair enough, but it does kind of limit you. So anyway, so yeah, so we were like, okay, let's get out of here. So we said uh, farewell to the Y staff, like I said, who are amazing. And then we headed back to the Victoria Hotel for another yummy breakfast. I think they had like blueberry pancakes and honey and stuff. It was delicious. And fresh fruit and teas. and Yum, yeah. So we had our breakfast and then we headed, well, we picked up a few bits and bobs at the market on our way to get a matatu to take us to the border. So Kenya, you get into border. So, of course, super packed Matatu. <laughs> and it took us about an hour and a half in this sardine can to, to get to the border. Border was easy. We just like crossed the border and then we bought our visa in the Ugandan side. So at the time it was uh, about 46 US dollars for me. It's cheaper for a British passport. So that was kind of annoying. <laughs> so Claire got a cheaper deal. <laughs> but no hassles at all. And I said goodbye to Kenya. Like, I absolutely loved Kenya. I mean, I was there for almost two months. And yeah, it was, you know, a lot happened in Kenya. Like, Casey and I went our separate ways. I then traveled with this lovely Aussie guy, Craig, for a couple of weeks. Then I met Claire. And then, you know, we're together now, traveling together. Plus, I'd had I'd been over now six months on the road. And just, and it was just so nice for me, especially the two months in Sudan, Eritrea, and Ethiopia. Like, very limited food, very limited, very, very limited people like other travelers to me. I think we met six in those two months. So yeah, Kenya was just like awesome. Just great food, good beer, <laughs> and just met so many awesome people. Yeah. So I was kind of sad to say goodbye to Kenya, but like I said, I had an awesome time there and it was cheap too, which was also great. Oh, that was, it was when we were, when we were um, getting our visa. So we're in this like little metal hut 
And next thing I know, we hear all this noise. And the guy looks out and we're almost got bulldozed over. I don't know what was happening. But the guy driving the bulldozer was not paying attention and almost literally ran us over. So that was a little bit of excitement at the border. <laughs> so then, of course, across the border, we, we go to the bank and I changed some of our travel checks. And at the time, I think I got about 11, about 1,200 Ugandan shillings to U.S. dollar. And now it's about 3,700 Ugandan shillings to U.S. dollar. I changed 50 U.S. dollars, right? But the biggest note they had was 1,000. <laughs> so my money belt was like three inches thick. It was crazy. And also I could tell, it's funny, like I could tell the prices, like average prices of countries or how expensive a country is going to be by usually two things, the price of a Coke and the price of a beer. <laughs> I could kind of gauge how, yeah, how much is going to be like my budget for, for that country. <laughs> it's It works. <laughs> so that for a Coke and you get at the time was 400 shillings and a beer was 1200 shillings. So about a dollar a beer. So I reckoned, and it worked out, like it was probably, again, it was about a third more expensive than Kenya on average. So yeah, so we walked through the bustling town of Busia in Uganda to try and find a matatu to get to Mbali. Well, I thought the Kenyans could pack in the matatu. The Ugandans took it to another level. <laughs> it was just crazy. So yeah, we... Basically found this matatu. It was like you're basically sitting on each other. It was elbows in your face, you whatever. It was ridiculous. So we got to Mbali in about at about 5.30. So I think it was about an hour or so to get there. So then we just kind of dumped our bags at the Paramount Hotel. Another lovely owner or lady that owned it. So sweet. So she let, let her keep her bags there. And then we... Went to the market, picked up some groceries and bits and bobs, and then went back to get our bags and then find a truck to take us to Sippy Falls because a friend of mine who I'd met in uh, Navasha, actually, he's like, he's like, this is kind of a little secret gem. Hardly anyone knows about it goes there. So we're like, okay, brilliant. We'll go there. So we finally get a truck uh, to take us. Oh my gosh, I remember Claire and I sitting in the back of this truck just going, what are we doing? It's pitch black now because <laughs> it's pissing rain. We're in the back of a pickup truck going to God knows where in Uganda, really. <laughs> but hey, oh, that's what I love about traveling, the surprise. So yeah, we finally got to uh, Sippy Falls at about seven o'clock and of course couldn't really see anything because it's pitch black. So to hear about Sibby Falls, you're going to have to tune in until next Thursday's episode to hear all about what happened there. And now it's time for Tam's Top Tips. Okay, so tip number one would be Lake Nakuru. So it, which, like I said, it's in the Great Rift Valley and it is like a soda lake. So, and there's lots of algae in there. So that's why the flamingos love it. Oh, and it's also really highly elevated. It's like 17, 1,754 meters above sea level. But I guess in the, the 90s, the water dropped so low that all the flamingos migrated to another lake, Lake Begoria, which is like north of the equator in Kenya. But apparently in 2020, the flamingos are back. <laughs> <Woo -hoo! laughs> so yeah, so the lake is in Nakuru National Park. 
And a bird, it's like a bird's lover paradise. So, because so, there's over 400 different species of bird there. So, if you love your birds, head on over to Nakuru National Park and the lake, obviously. And there's even five endangered species there. So, best to get over there ASAP, I guess. There's also a rhino sanctuary there at the park, and they have the, the most black rhinos in the world. Like probably five. I mean, we've just killed them. Oh, it's brutal. I don't know. There's probably more than five, but not much. <laughs> but yeah, so so there's lots of things to see there too. See some black rhinos, all the birds, and it's about 90 miles northwest of Nairobi. And the park's open at seven in the morning, and it's sixty dollars for adults and thirty-five dollars for student or child. Although you should pay in U.S. dollars because it's cheaper. Because you you pay in Kenyan shillings, they give you a really crappy rate. So if you have U.S. dollars, pay in U.S. dollars. And then I guess there's a, a small vehicle fee on top of that as well. Obviously, if you're booking a safari, everything will be kind of included, I'd imagine. I like to do things on my own kind of thing. So up to you though. Yeah. So there's four gates to Nikura Park. But you can also, which is new, you can buy a safari card beforehand. So that's like a permanent one. And you just load it up with dollars. So you can just spend it at all. I assume definitely not Lake Nakuru, but I assume all the national parks in Kenya. Or you can get a temporary one at one of the gates. And then you just hand it back when you left the park kind of thing. So it's pretty easier. So it's kind of like a credit card, I guess, for national parks in Kenya. But like I said, I'm not sure if it's for all the national parks, but it's definitely for Nakuru. Okay, and tip number two is for Kisumu, which is the third largest city in Kenya, but it's really chilled. It's not like Nairobi. You know, Mombasa is fairly chilled as well because it's on the coast, which is the second biggest. But yeah, so Kisumu is the third largest and it's right on the Lake Victoria. And the, you know, things to do there is like they said, the, go to Dunga Hill Camp in Hippo Point. There's also Impala Sanctuary that has Impalas and Zebras. And there's also there uh, an animal orphanage, which I would have loved to have gone if it, I don't think it was there at the time when I was there. Uh, and they have like baby cheetahs and baboons and other animals, like or orphaned animals. So that's kind of a cool thing. And a little tidbit, there's a nearby village called Kogeli, which is where Barack Obama Sr. is from. So Barack Obama, the pre you know, ex-president, his dad is family from. So... If you want to pop into the village and say hi, especially if you're American, you could do that too. Okay, and now tip number three is the about crossing the Kenyan-Ugandan border, which is, is open, but obviously with COVID, you know, got to check on all that stuff. So for the Ugandan visa, you can either get an East African tourist e-visa, which covers Kenya, Uganda, and Rwanda, and that's 100 US dollars. You can apply for that online. And I think it's good for like six months and it's multiple entries. So you can go between countries, no problem. Or if you just wanted a Ugandan visa for six months, it's 50 US dollars. Yeah. And so and I'd say like for Kenyan travel budget, I mean, depending on how you travel, if you're doing a bunch of safaris or whatever, I mean, it, it literally is anywhere from, I'd say average 20 to $50 a day. Obviously, safaris are a lot more. But yeah, so you can get by pretty easily, definitely on 50 bucks a day for sure. I think at the time I got by by about $5 a day, <laughs> except in Nairobi. I spent way too much money in Nairobi eating and drinking. And my tip for solo female travelers would be, I mean, I found Kenya, no problems, very safe. So you'll meet loads of other travelers. So if you want to, you know, do safaris and stuff, like hook up with the other travelers and kind of do that. But yeah, no problems at all with Kenya. And I think that's, you know, the same for now kind of thing. 
So yeah, lot. I, like I said, I love Kenya, so I, I would recommend it for sure. Okay, and for the quick podcast update, so I'm up to 66 countries I've listeners from, which is amazing. So only 10 away from getting to as many countries that I've been to myself, which is awesome. So thank you so much for listening. And the top five countries this week, USA, Canada, UK, France, and Germany. And I actually don't have a review for this week, I'm afraid. So please leave me your reviews. <laughs> Go to manyroadstravel.com slash apple or on my YouTube channel as well, which you get there, manyroadstravel.com slash YouTube. Okay, there we go. Okay, so I think that is a wrap, a little bit of a shorter one today. So, yep, head on over to the website, manyroadstravel.com for more information, holiday deals, all that kind of stuff. My YouTube channel is up, uh, so you can go check that out as well, so you can see pictures and videos of what I'm talking about. Alrighty, so we'll see you next Thursday. Until then, safe travels, one word at a time.